Hello, everyone. So welcome back to another episode of Sweetwater. This segment is called Down to Earth, where we are interviewing local entrepreneurs and things of that nature. So today we have Uncle Dibs with us. Um, Uncle Dibs has a line of seasonings. I call it spices because I don't be knowing the difference between seasonings and spices. I just know, put it on my food. Yeah, sp- spices... <laughs> uh... Seasonings are made up of spices, so the best example I can give is like with music. You know, you have different instruments that make up a song. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might have your strings, your, your percussion, drums, vocals, yeah, horns. Um, spices are the same way. Yeah. And then when you put them together, like I do, help you make a little music in the kitchen. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, my seasonings uh, are made for us. They're all natural, plant-based, no chemicals, metals, or preservatives. Anything yeah. that you can find um, in nature is oh. what I put in the bottle. And a lot of people don't know what's in their bottles because yeah. they don't read it. They just think, oh, well, Mama used it and Grandma yeah. used it, so I'm going to use it. But it's a big difference. Read what's on the label. For sure. So what got you into cooking and ultimately wanting to make your own seasoning? Uh, starting off with cooking... Um, you know, food was always around at the house. Mom uh, was always a good cook. As far mm-hmm. you know, big family. She had five other siblings, and uh, out of everybody, when it came down for the holidays and everything like that, everyone was wondering when uh, she was coming with her food or yeah. who was cooking if she was cooking, because she's yeah. the best out of all of them. So you know, I didn't really think of anything special or appreciated at the time. But as I got older, mm-hmm. I was like, "Wow, she really was doing some things." So she's the one that first, you know, got me into okay. uh, food. Um, and then you know, growing up, uh, you know, single parent household, I had to learn how to cook on my own, yeah. get ready for school. As soon as I was able to look over the stove, started off simple stuff, eggs and stuff like that. And then as you get older, you know, you want to start to experiment a little bit more. Mm-hmm. As far as the seasonings went. Um, but first, even before the seasonings, uh, I was in the music industry. So okay. I was a DJ and producer uh, for 10 plus years. Yeah. I was always in the music. Music was my first love. And, um, you know, but outside of touring and doing everything like that, I always kind of got a release from cooking for my friends. Like, I love cooking for people. It's not just about for me. I love cooking for people. Um, yeah cookouts and things like that and um, 2020 during the pandemic I was living in Miami yeah and uh, everything got shut down and you know all we had was time on our hands so I started kind of doing these videos as far as just you know showcasing some recipes just trying to connect with people yeah that ended up uh, doing very well for me I got inspired to you know start a new business and I came up yeah. with my online of seasonings and people received it very well and uh, here we are going on almost three, four years now. Yeah, that's that's very crazy. So when I had Tony Free on here, he actually spoke about the DJing and how you would give him criticism and you really like helped him. And so he was very thankful because he shouted you out. Okay, that's what's up. He, shout he shouted you out on the last one. So do you ever miss... DJing or do you truly like feel like 
what you're doing now with food and your creations is more so like your passion and ultimately where you should have been this entire time? I don't think it's where I should have been. I think, uh, you know, I think the script is already written. We're just kind of acting it out. Mm -hmm. So whatever was supposed to happen has, has happened when it was supposed to happen. Yeah. Never on schedule, but always on time. Yeah. And um, if it wasn't for my background in music, I wouldn't have connected with a lot of people. Yeah. That even outside of, you know, the food stuff, like it just helps you build who you are as a person, character. Yeah. So, um, you know, it was, it was just timing. Like it was just divine timing as far as the pandemic happening. It wasn't like I was just in the middle of a tour and then I was like, okay, I just want to start cooking and doing all this stuff. We were yeah. literally shut down. And so we didn't have anything to do. And it was at this time, people call it pivoting. Mm -hmm. And, you know, at that time, I was like, you know what? I felt like I fulfilled everything I wanted to do in the music industry. Yeah. I saw the world. I toured. I did multiple tours, TV, um, everything I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. I did it. I didn't do everything. Yeah. But everything I wanted to do, I checked off all those boxes. Yeah. I'm the type of person that likes to be motivated um, and excited about what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, not to say I wasn't excited about music anymore, but it definitely didn't give me that feeling that what I'm doing now is. And who knows, maybe in another five, ten years, I might be doing something totally different. You know what I'm saying? I understood. So I'm just here for the ride. Yeah. So you didn't go to culinary school, correct? Uh, not culinary school, but I always worked in restaurants. Okay. Uh, prior to me doing full-time music. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Do you feel like... Because always that argument back and forth of, oh, you need to go to school for certain things. And some people like, you don't need to go to school. You just need to get the experience. Do you feel as if you going to school for culinary would have kind of changed at least the route you went? Or do you ultimately feel like for you that it was not necessary because of you working in the food industry? Yeah, um, that's a good question. I kind of look at it like a like you know bartenders you know mm -hmm. there's bartending school right yeah but when you sit down with a bartender are you like did you go to bartending school no yeah i think most bartenders don't go to bartending school <laughs> yeah. they get their experience maybe from uh being a bar back mm -hmm. taking the cups and washing them and stuff like that and learning and stuff like that yeah um when i now i did come from from a food background not mm -hmm. just in my home but you know i remember working at honey baked ham during the holidays and in high school working at Pizza Hut. Yeah. Then from there I started working at this country club in more of Georgia and that really taught me a lot about like fine dining. Yeah. Learning how to open up a bottle of wine at 18 years old and learning how to make drinks and you know difference between steaks and things like that so yeah. the experience was my school. Um, but also with school I don't care if it's for culinary or for whatever school is, is, is great to uh, for networking yeah a lot of people just go to party and that's cool but a lot of those connections that people have in school whether it be culinary school college whatever um those are lifelong connections and yeah. that's very important but you don't have to go to college to get those connections but you can't just stay in the house yeah in front of the computer or in front of the tv you have to get out in the world and experience stuff yeah so experience is the key yeah not education but experience okay so the next question that I have is, do you have plans on a either having your own restaurant or having your seasonings being used in a restaurant setting? 
Right. Um, this is another good question. I've actually had my seasonings in a restaurant. I actually did my first pop-up um, 2021 okay. in Houston. got sold out. I took over a restaurant for the night, and we had a great time. And, um, you know, people always ask me about opening up a restaurant, things like that. Uh, it's all in due time. The restaurant industry is a very, very, very cutthroat, tough industry. Think about how many restaurants you like and how many times you go to them. Yeah. You might only go to, you think you might, this is my favorite restaurant, but you might only go there three times a year. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But it's your favorite restaurant. Definitely. It's different, you know, especially with things like the pandemic. Shutting down, shutting down restaurants, uh, they took a, a hard hit. If I were to do something, it wouldn't want to be do something. I wouldn't want to do a restaurant just to make money. I would want to do it just for like a passion because I don't want those pressures of like, oh, we got to make the you know rent this month and yeah. you know or at least whatever for the building. Because when people are pressured with finances, a lot of the times they just do anything to get people in there. It's just mm-hmm. like you might be a, a, a only want to sell coffee, but no one's coming to get your coffee. So now you got hookah yeah. in there and you know, strippers and all this yeah. other type of stuff because you just all just need to make money. You can tell when people are desperate to make money. So yeah. if I do a restaurant, it'll be something very, very low key, probably only open like Friday to Sunday, like for four hours a night, Yeah. little, you know, back door entrance, you know, low dim lights and yeah. stuff and four or five tables in there. You yeah. know what I mean? Something, I'm not trying to be like Cheesecake Factory. You know yeah, I mean? definitely. So the other thing, uh, Hopefully I can get it back. Your seasonings, okay. So I noticed you have a lot of new ones that come out, like you have a Nashville, Tennessee, uh, dry rub. Nashville hot, yep. Nashville hot, Um, and now you have one for boils. So since you have different seasonings, you know that, because of course Nashville and, and crab boils are completely different. What more so do you feel is your like true authentic style uh, well for me barbecuing is really what i love okay you know what i mean so anything to do deal with you know protein you know animals and stuff like that slow uh cooking smoking you know that's where our roots come from yeah. i try to cut out black uh people's contributions to culinary arts and just think like oh we can just make fried mm-hmm. chicken like when it comes to the style of cooking over open fire, we were the ones out there doing that. They yeah. wasn't out there doing that, yeah. and, and they gave us scraps and stuff like that. So this is why oxtail is so uh, part of our uh, culture so yeah. much because it was a thrown away piece. Yeah. Even chicken wings, chicken people want the breast and the the legs and stuff like that. Yeah. They don't want the wings. They threw the wings out, and then yeah. we made magic out of them. Yeah. Um. So with that being said, you know I like to get back to the roots, and I'm happiest cooking over flames okay but when it comes to the business side of things you know everyone is uncomfortable working with open fire mm-hmm. or barbecuing and stuff like that so i try to meet in the middle i was like okay let me make meals that i know somebody that doesn't cook or doesn't okay. necessarily like to cook but let me get them off the apps and spending forty dollars to get a cheeseburger or let me get them out of the drive through line let me show them how to make a complete meal in one pan that could at least last them two, three days. Yeah. You know, it feels better when you know what's going into your food. It feels better. You feel a sense of accomplishment after you cook. You might want to try something new. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, with the seasonings, 
like the Nashville Hot, for example, or even the Seafood Boil, those are more limited releases because everyone's like yeah. Seafood Boils every single night. And everyone doesn't want hot chicken every single night yeah. either. So I release those in limited quantities and batches. And the Nashville, which just got released, is actually doing very well. So yeah. I'm excited about that. This gives me motivation to, um, you know, keep creating. You know yes. I mean? So do you also, because if I'm not mistaken, you have background in uh, being a personal chef? Correct? Private or, chef, yeah. Private chef. Um, do you still do that, or is just kind of only people who know you know about that and requesting it? Yeah, I don't really advertise it. Like, I'm not out here, you know, um, hustling, trying to mm-hmm. cook for people. You know what I mean? For me, cooking for people is very personal, mm-hmm. and it's not something I'm just trying to do um, as a hustle. Yeah. But a lot more people now, uh, you know, gotten inquiries and DMs and emails. They want to taste the food. They just want them to look at it on the phone. But they actually want to taste it. And uh, I'm actually working with something, coming up with something now to kind yeah. of do a little bit more uh, private affairs. Like doing a pop-up is yeah. cool. But being in that, taking over somebody else's restaurant and everything, this is a lot that goes along with that. Yeah. It's fun and everything, but I want to be able to have, like I talked about with the restaurant, I said I wanted to do. I'm not yeah. trying to have Cheesecake Factory, you know, hundred top tables and stuff like that. Maybe something that's limited less than ten people and just to have a more intimate experience when it Definitely. comes to doing the private diner. So I'll be doing something like that very soon. That's because I was gonna ask you that too, if one day you were going to consider having like an event to where people are coming to buy your food just for that day and that day only. Like like the Drake concerts, like when he did the little pop ups. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like a meet and eat, you know what yeah. I mean? Um that's definitely something I'm exploring. Um, you know, people want experiences, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. People want to have stuff that they can, um, you know, remember. And people just want to connect as well. And that's yeah. something I saw from the pop-up, too, because it was, you know, I didn't know what to expect. It was my first time kind of doing a pop-up, so to kind of, you know, see, uh, you know, who's following you and liking what you're doing and things yeah. like that. It was very exciting. So, But I'm very... Um, particular as far as like how I execute stuff I don't I don't just like to do stuff just because I can yeah um, but I want to be inspired to do it and I've gotten to that point now in these past couple of weeks or months really that I want to start uh, executing those types of ideas you know? okay so. okay so with cooking because mm-hmm. I cook too mm. and I've been wanting to get more connected you know with my Spanish side okay and I remember I bought a cookbook and I saw the amount of time and the amount of ingredients that goes into making some of the more like true authentic dishes I remember I saw something and they were saying oh it takes two days to make because for one whole day you have to I guess let it sit in in a brine or Mm -hmm. you have to slow cook it for 24 hours I'm like this is a lot so what do you feel is number one like your favorite outside of barbecue your the favorite i don't want to say i guess what's kind of word i don't want to say like favorite culture of uh, yeah well your favorite cuisines to make i know I, some people you know they love caribbean food like they love to make only caribbean food i looked at when it comes to um indian food like the chicken masala and i was like the butter chicken I was like, that looks really good, but I don't feel I have the patience right. to make that. Yeah. I mean, um, favorite cuisine, 
I cook I cook a lot of uh, Cajun and mm-hmm. Creole stuff. Okay. Um, a lot of people think I am from uh, out here or Louisiana uh-huh. and stuff like that, but yeah. I'm actually not. You know, I'm, family is from North Carolina, mm-hmm. and I was raised pretty much all up and down the East Coast between Jersey, Atlanta, yeah. and Miami. Um, but I've always loved, you know, that style of cooking, whether it be red beans and rice, yeah. uh, the pastas, um, just the, the gumbo, everything like yeah. that. A lot of people don't realize uh, why New Orleans is the way it is. It's because it is pretty much, you know, um, a gumbo pot, not a melting pot. That's what they say up in New York, but it's a gumbo pot. And yeah. there's so many different cultures that came there from, um, you know, uh, indigenous people. Yeah. French, Haitians, um, African, I mean, everything was all in, uh, right there at the bottom of Mississippi. Yeah. And so you have, that's what makes food interesting is it's, it's about mixing everything up. No one wants to hear, just like with music, you don't want just one tone. You want stuff to go up and down, slow and fast, hot and cold, sweet and spicy. Yeah. This is what makes food interesting. Yeah. So for me, that's my connection. Um, my connection to Cajun and Creole cuisine yeah. is uh, is very, very strong. Okay, so there are like a lot of, <laughs> I don't want to say weird, but there's a lot of very interesting combinations of food that I've been seeing. For number one, there's a place I've seen <laughs> that does a ham, a cheeseburger in between donut. Yeah. Is there something that is very unique and interesting, like an interesting combination that like you feel the urge to actually try and make, or are you just like, I just want to stick to how things are traditionally done with my little spin? So it's funny. I actually I did some like that. To me, I call it like kind of like gimmick food or whatever, okay. just to get people to in line and get them talking and stuff. So, you know, when we're creating um, videos and content and stuff like that, um, I like to have fun every now and then. Okay. So. Um, you know, I can't remember the last time I actually had some KFC, but KFC got this new um, sandwich called a Double Down, okay. which is two pieces yeah. of fried chicken <laughs> with cheese and bacon in between, yeah. and there's no bun. I was like, that looks pretty interesting, Yeah. Um, but I'm not about to go to KFC and get it, so I was like, let me make it. Yeah. And I made it my way with the Nashville Hot yeah. seasoning, so it was spicy too as well. I'm not gonna lie, that thing was busting. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was busting. So, but to me, like, I wouldn't urge somebody to make that for one for health reasons. But yeah. for two, it was just fun, fun to make. Yeah. I've actually never had a donut burger before. It's crazy. I just saw somebody post something about <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Like the other day, it's fair time. I'm not fair, but rodeo time here in, in Houston. So you know, the Houston. I mean, uh, rodeos and fairs. You see all that kind of like crazy food or whatever the case may be. So. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Might need to go get a donut burger after this. Yes. So, is there anything that you would like to share with the audience? I don't want to keep you too long and know. things like I that. Oh, you still got a little bit of coffee left. But, but um, yeah, is there anything that you want to share? Because you do, you know, because I was with you on set and you were judging. Do you, oh, yeah. do you want to continue doing that in the future of you judging? Um, or would you like to be a participant on these um, shows? Right. Um, I actually had a great time doing uh, that show. Um, um, 
you know, I, I watch some of the cooking competition shows uh, every now and then. And I always said, like, for me, I don't move fast for nobody. Yeah. You know, I always take my time with everything I do. And with food and it's rushed and everything like that, it's probably why I don't really, you know, work in kitchens and things like that. Yeah. I feel like when you rush stuff, that's when you make mistakes. And it's one thing to make a mistake on of some homework, but when you make a mistake with something that someone's going to digest, yeah. it's a little different. Yeah. And I know a lot of those shows, they up to Andy. You saw how it was on set. Yeah. You know, they just want that excitement because that's what gets people engaged. So yeah. I get it. But for me, like going back to what you're talking about, having to, you know, brine something for two days or marinate something for a yeah. day or whatever, I'm with that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because I feel like um, that lets me know someone's committed to whatever it is. And yeah. if you're able to put that time into it, I don't care if it's food or, you know, you're trying to learn something or whatever the case may be, uh, relationship, whatever. Anything quick is, anything come easy, Yeah. it's not really worth it. Yeah. So uh, those shows, I'm definitely down. I'm sure I get a call pretty much probably pretty soon as far yeah. as doing one of those shows and just for the experience going back to what we talked about before yeah i'll do it for the experience yeah i win i win if not it's all good yeah i got the experience but yeah i did have a great time judging those uh young young ladies um trying their food and giving them some insight just seeing how happy they were to yeah bring their cultures to uh to a stage like that you know yeah. that was a real fun experience yeah so my last question I have for you is cookbooks. Yeah. Do you intend on having, because I grew up seeing that big old Joy cookbook, and I yeah. feel like every old school, you yeah. know, family has in just having, like, all those other cookbooks. Do you intend on having, like, a series of cookbooks, or do you just want, like, one big old? Because I don't think there's only one Joy cookbook. Right. And so would you like that for yourself or would you like to put out multiple cookbooks like some of these celebrities do? Well, honestly, uh, I look at it, cookbooks for, for chefs, it's kind of like albums. Okay. <laughs> and so, you know, Jay, Jay-Z will always say like his most personal album, his first album, because it took his whole life to make that album. Yeah. And so the, with his first release, He's writing everything that's going on in his life, mm-hmm. getting it out there for the first time on his first album, Reasonable Doubt. So with my first cookbook, which I'm in the process of making now, writing now, um, it's not something that you just write in a day or yeah. a weekend. Cookbooks take a long time. Yeah. Because you, even after you make the recipes, like say I would give you the cookbook, like a draft of it. I said, mm-hmm. hey, make recipe on uh, number on page 36. I just yeah. want to see if I was able to communicate through words. Okay. If you you were able to understand yeah. everything and make it to the best of your ability, because some stuff I might not even mention in there, like yeah. Oh, you know, medium heat on a cast iron is a little too hot, or whatever, because okay, I might okay. assume that you might know Everyone that. Everyone know, yeah. So okay. It's a process, and I'm learning it. I know perfection is the enemy of profitability, mm-hmm. but I'm aiming for holidays holiday season this year uh, to actually have my first cookbook and yes I do want it to be a series okay I don't want to just have one because you know one is too close to none so okay. I gotta have some okay know? all right well I want to thank you for meeting up with me I love the simple fact that it's not raining no more it's not cold the sun is officially coming out 
Cause yeah. it was, it was, I'm like, oh my goodness. Like today, out of all days. Um, but where can everyone find you? You know, I know you're on YouTube, you're on TikTok. Uh, so I'm gonna let you share that information with them instead of letting me do other talking about yeah, it. Yeah, so my name is uh, Uncle Debs on everything um, from Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, um, Uncle Debs, D-I-B-B-Z. Um, or just go to UncleDibs.com and I got all the links to everything there. My seasonings are available there too as well, plus all my recipes. And <laughs> a lot of the uh, websites, like the recipes on websites, you'll get to the page and it'll be like a whole life story about why they're making yeah. a quesadilla. And it's just <laughs> like, just tell me what the ingredients are, man. Yeah. You don't have to worry about that. The only thing you're going to have is a video, ingredients, and instructions, and that's it. So yeah. very quick and to the point. And, um, yeah, thank you for having me. Yes, right. thank you for coming. So you guys enjoy the rest of your day. Again, go check out Uncle Dibs on all platforms and definitely get the seasonings. His food is really good. That's good. Sorry. <laughs> Bye.